I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Today, I'm with my beautiful wife. Hello. Actually, in our guest house because the soundstage is being remodeled right now again All for right. a project. Yep. And we're here. We're talking about on Exploring Industry about mentoring. And we're going to talk all about mentoring today and learning how to hear God's voice and what's the catalyst for that. And I'm going to talk about my own personal growth process. So Sheree's like, I want to interview you. So we put this together for you today. I think you're going to really enjoy it because if we're going to grow in the prophetic, you have to learn. You have to go through an actual intentional process. You can only go to the unintentional process for so long before you get really frustrated. And so eventually you have to say, I'm going to be like really intentional and I'm going to, I'm going to pick some ways I'm going to grow. I'm going to get some resources and materials and actually get some relationships and go for it that way. And so we want to provide that for you in a conversation about that. And then also talk to you about a mentoring platform that I'm launching. And I'm going to tell it to not just to advertise it to you, but to kind of tell you why and tell you what we're thinking about. Because I believe in the the next great move of God, the prophetic is going to be our greatest tool. It's besides just love and the Bible itself, right. the prophetic, these gifts of the Holy Spirit, prophetic was the one that Paul highlighted the most in 1 Corinthians 14. He says, go after all of them, but especially you might prophesy because it shows people God's love connection faster than anything else. And we're just seeing phenomenal fruit. There's a hunger. Like if you had done these kinds of events we've been doing and things that materials we've been releasing 20 years ago, it would have only resounded with a small measure of the church. But right now it's resounding with the majority, like the majority of people, even conservatives are saying, we need to hear from God right now. And so I'm excited to have this conversation with you, baby. Yes, I'm excited to be having this conversation with you. And we're going to have it right when we come back after these messages. I have a brand new show on the CBN network called Exploring the Industry, which is all about the entertainment industry. We're going to be talking to Christians who have a career in one of the entertainment industries in film, television, fashion, music, any of these industries, including sports and video games. And we're going to be asking them questions about how their faith is impacting their industry and also how their mature journey with Christ is affecting their world and the world around them. So come join the conversation. You can watch it on CBN network on their primetime lineup on both Saturdays and Sunday nights. And you can watch it on YouTube for an extended interview and extended clips. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. I am Cherie. I am Sean's wife, and Woo-hoo. I get to interview you today. I know. Usually just do this at the end of the season. Right? This is not the end of our season. Right. But we're talking about mentoring. So we jumped on because we thought it'd be a good idea for you to talk to me about my process. So people always right. ask me, like, how do you hear from God and how did you learn? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so this has been such a good year. One of our goals, right, is to, to train people and to use media in a way that c- can create like the most efficient process yeah. for God to be able to break through and us to be able to train as many people as possible. So the media piece has been amazing this year, but what we also did this year, which was not very much work, yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but really cool and really fruitful was going on tour. So, yeah. right, we did the U.S. tour. 37 stops. 37 stops. So do you need an app? I need an app. Are you ready for a nap? I'm glad that most of our <laughs> Can works behind us for the Can anyone relate to that? Yeah. 37 it's, cities. It was a lot. 
Right. Canada and America. <laughs> right, right. So it's just been an epic, epic year, though, of training in the U.S. So what did you experience? Like what in training people in the prophetic and hearing God's voice, what were you most excited about? Like, what do you feel like God accomplished most in this 37 tour stop this it's year? It's funny because, you know, most of the people come, honestly, I think, because they're just really curious about mm-hmm. the words of knowledge. Right. And about, because you're seeing it, you see God show up or I'm manufacturing it somehow. Right. And people have heard that. And I have a reputation that if I, if I model the prophetic, that typically it's going to be like, someone's going to hear about what's in their refrigerator, you know? So it's kind of a joke, (laughs) but true. And so it's been, it's just incredible over the last year because we've been, ended up connecting to like hundreds of people from around North America who are doing incredible things like just the normal industries, normal places, but they're believing for God to use their lives in a significant way. And they're hearing God and it's positioning them for a different level of fruit. And I grew a lot this year. I think I always grow when I'm intentional. I didn't just do this as a job. I didn't just do it to serve. I don't have a Messiah complex. I did it to grow with God. Yeah. And to grow with people. And I felt like I grew so much this year. Mm. Even my ability to present the prophetic in a way that was disarming to people where wow. they were, you know, demystifying, helping people understand I don't have a superhero origin story. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have one either. You don't have to have a visitation when you're nine years old. You can actually hear from God now powerfully, but it's going to take a pursuit and grit and hard work mm-hmm. and relationship. And I feel like people really got it. So we had people yeah. come out of the woodworks who weren't your normal conference junkies. Right. There were people who were like, I think I believe in this or I totally believe in this, but I haven't had a place to process it. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. So right. we had a great time. So thanks for all of those of you who came out because a lot of our Exploring the Prophetic audience came out as, as far as the ones who are in North America. Right. And that was really special. Right. No, it was. Yeah, because many times, right, we say, how how many of you have ever you know, come to one of our events or something like that. How many of you heard about us from the podcast? And it's a lot of people. I think it was so probably 60 really to cool. 70% of the people who came to our events. Amazing. Heard about me through a podcast. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's so cool. So yeah, it's super fun to actually get that personal touch where you get to be in front of a room full of people and actually go on the journey together and feel the Holy yeah. Spirit together. Um, and then in addition to that, like what... What made you decide to present this uh, mentoring platform? Like what made you go from like, we're, we're doing events, which we'll always do. Yeah. Like where did the seed grow from? Like what was the heart behind starting the mentoring platform? Well, you and I got this house, right? And the house mm-hmm. has a soundstage and God gave you the vision of the house. Like mm-hmm. really you the vision of having a house with a soundstage connected where we could have our ministry team here and make media. And, and so we've made media. We've done the, this show, mm-hmm. Exploring the Prophetic. And then we've done Your Prophetic Journey, which we just launched on YouTube. And it's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so for fun. watching and viewing that. It's been so fun. And it's just a, it's just an episodic 15-minute show or less, you know. And, yeah. and, and I realized how many people are growing because they're trusting us. And they're mm-hmm. believing that they can hear from God, too. Because I'm not coming across as weird or manufactured or you have to do this big process. We're just looking at the Bible and looking at lives who know their God Mm -hmm. and hear God in ways that actually are impactful. And so I think the number one question, Jeremy came in, he runs our organization. Jeremy came in and, um, said, okay, do you know what the number one question we're getting is? This is about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And he goes by hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people. And I said, what? And he goes, Sean, I know other people are probably asking this, but will you mentor me? Right. And I was very humbled. At first, it's just overwhelming. You're just kind of like, oh, that's sweet. 
that's amazing. And then you start to realize who these people are. Right. Like people like you who are listening, it's wonderful people right. that if somebody sat down mm-hmm. and really spent the time to invest into them, yeah. what a privilege. Totally. What an amazing thing. But obviously yeah. I'm one human. You're one human. And we're right. one couple. Yeah. And we have, you know, you have space in your life for only so many relationships. So mm-hmm. I start looking into how people are learning and growing and we start mm-hmm. to see that online, even colleges and media and training are valuable. And I looked at yeah. master classes and TED talks and some that were free, some that were subscription, you know, these different organizations. And I realized that we could grow people. We could really do this. Mm-hmm. And I talked to the team and we said, what if we release multiple videos a week to help people okay. process their revelation, but also where they would have yeah. online coaches that wouldn't just interpret their dreams for them, mm-hmm. but start to give them a process. So right. if you're like, maybe they'd interpret your first dream or the second one, they're going to ask you a lot of questions. Yeah. So you start doing it by the third one, you know, you're going to get more and more by the 20th one, you're going to be helping the other people who are in the mentoring platform, answer those questions and interpret those dreams. So I just started to kind of envision what if we did three to five videos a week that teams thought it was a little ambitious. They're like, what if we did one? And I said, no, because there's, there's different types of videos that would be needed to mentor people. And and then what if we offered somewhat of a touch by having coaches Mm -hmm. that we actually hired to be alongside this from our prophetic team? Because we have a team we've had for 12 years or a hundred of them, you know? So what if we, they're, they're all, some of them are retired, but most of them are business people. Mm-hmm. What if we had some of them just take a part-time job or a part-time role yeah. to do this too? Yeah. And so I just felt really good about it. I just felt like yeah. God smile over it. Like this is something that not many people are willing to do and invest time into. But mm-hmm. if you're going to grow the prophetic, you know, because we yeah. did the Translating God book. Yeah. And as soon as we did the Translating God book, five more books came up in my heart. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to write one and done. Right. And like all this curriculum and materials and theology came up in me where right. I was like, I need to keep going in this. Yeah. And now the world's resounding to that and saying, we want to be trained more. Mm -hmm. Well, we can only do so much teaching. There has to be hands-on. There has to be challenges. There has to be processing. Totally. What I love about what you're saying, and I think so many of our listeners can really relate to is like, so for example, in my own life at 21, I was a part of a church that um, wanted to go after the prophetic and didn't have much of a history or a foundation, but just such a heart for it. Um, and wanted to grow together in a community. And so a prophetic group was started and we, we just did the best that we could, right? We had books. We sort of went on a, on a journey just together as a, as a group of people starting out like novice, like in its purest (laughs) form, just hungry. As many people who are listening, that's what I'm saying. That's probably these little nurture groups have popped up everywhere. That's right. And then I had the privilege, um, later on, I ended up moving out of state from my home state of Vermont and being a part of an amazing church that actually had a prophetic, had prophetic classes ongoing where it was like prophetic one, prophetic two, prophetic three. And so you could grow incrementally. Um, But what I'm thinking about, right, on like a global scale, because like our heart is to make available anything that we're able to actually steward and provide to people, we want to to give that, right? And so I just think about how many people who might not have um, a group like that, that they're a part of, but they have this heart to grow in the prophetic. And so you have books and workbooks, you have these great resources, some of which we've written and a bunch of other things out there that other people have written. Um, But I feel like how cool is this because it's a next level, but also it's not for advanced. It's anyone can onboard to the mentoring platform, 
but um, but you don't have to go it alone. So if you're like, well, I don't have a church or I don't have a home group or a community of other people, even for people who feel like the Lone Ranger or they're in a rural part of the U.S. or the world or what or whatnot, you're not limited to your church or a community necessarily, but you have another option where you can really grow and really go deep and it's accessible. I just think it's really yeah. cool to be able to offer people that. I just love that. Well, it's interesting because we did the question and answer time at all the tour stops and it was an hour pre-session for leaders, pastors, and mm-hmm. then people who wanted to grow in the prophetic leadership type of side of things. Mm-hmm. And one of the top questions people had there was, it was it, it appeared every time, I would say 30 of the times at least, was I don't have a local community mm-hmm. that expresses you know, growth in the prophetic or maybe they're from a conservative church. A lot of them said, I'm from a conservative denomination. They named a denomination. Yeah. We don't do this. So how can I grow? And I said, you could stay in that denomination for your family, for your community. Yeah. But there has to be, a vision that God's in your city totally. and God's in your region, God's in your country. Yeah. So I love what the healing rooms did with when they started chapters of the healing rooms and they, mm-hmm. they're a ministry up in Spokane and they have over four or 5,000, maybe even 7,000 now, but last time it was four or 5,000 when I talked to Cal and yeah. around the world. And so people who weren't in a church who believed in healing, they mm-hmm. can join the international healing team, mm-hmm. go through training and then start to pray for people at their local chapter, maybe every Friday night or once a month or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, what if we had an online space like that where right. people can come online and get poured into? Yeah, I love that. So this is so amazing. I just love all of this. And so tell me a little bit about how you've grown in your prophetic journey and like what mentored you most in your, your whole journey of being in the prophetic. Well, I was born a prophet and then angels came and fed me information. Oh, every day. amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody thinks. You know, it's like God gave him a wife so he like, wouldn't get weird. <laughs> exactly. That's what I say. <laughs> people think like all of a sudden an angel of the Lord showed right. up and speaks in my left ear. Right. And I love those, those encounters, by the way. Um, I did grow up, my parents nurtured the prophetic around us and I did have a prophetic gift. So I think we all have a prophetic gift. I did tend to be more sensitive and I was more interested in it. Mm -hmm. You know, you do what you're interested in. If you're interested in sports, you're going to do them all your life. If you're interested in music, I was very interested in what prophecy could do in the context of evangelism and also in the church. So I, growing up, I would have a lot of encounters and my parents were really good processors for those encounters. And uh, when I was around 14 or 15, I had a tragedy happen where I had seven friends die all in one month, mm. all of different things. It wasn't all one thing. And I just, I felt really close to death, almost like overly mm. familiar, like, am I going to die or is this going to happen to mm-hmm. me too? And I began to pray through it. And I, I just, I didn't lose faith. I didn't, I wasn't mad at God. I was just discouraged with life yeah. and death. And there's a woman who came into my life at the time who was just super prophetic. I mean, she was like a prophet prophetic. Like she had words of knowledge. She would see things like Mm. it was like biblical times sometimes being around her. It was crazy. And so she just said, hey, I will talk to you every day. And I was 15 years old. I will talk to you every day. And I'm going to ask you the question, what's God showing you? And what are you reading in the Bible? Mm -hmm. And and I'll tell you what God's showing me. Mm -hmm. And we talked every day for like an hour every day. And the fact that she had that investment, she became like a big sister. And we ended up becoming friends for years. We were on the same mm-hmm. prophetic team in Kansas City when we were at the, it was before the House of Prayer, but we were there. And she processed with me the revelation. And she, her goal wasn't to interpret everything and hear, but she just was hungry to hear. Yeah. And then she was hungry to process, what do you think that means? Mm-hmm. And so she always presented herself as a few steps ahead, even though she was really far ahead. And it gave us courage to say, oh, wow, we can 
we can do what you're doing. But she would run people down like in a movie theater and be like, your dad just now, you know, went to the hospital. You got to call him. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to go with you. She would do these radical exploits all the time. Alongside of her, when I moved to Kansas City, it was really interesting because I was learning from a whole culture of prophetic people, Mm -hmm. both what they were doing wrong, what they were doing right. There wasn't a lot of accountability. And uh, this woman I mentioned, she was very keen on accountability. Like we need to take responsibility mm-hmm. when we're wrong. We need to, she was built a lot of character into it. So when I got to Kansas City, I had that inbred, or and not inbred, that's the wrong word. I had that um, just assimilated into my culture. Yeah. And so then when I was around Mike Bickle, Mike is an expert. Mike is just so dear to my heart as far as how he teaches mm-hmm. through just the love language he has. Like mm-hmm. everything he teaches has holistically identity and connected to intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. So when he taught about the prophetic and he didn't teach about it a lot, but he taught about it, but he released it a lot. I just grew. I just would grow from his theology of the love nature of God. And and I didn't always agree with the prophetic styles that he promoted at times, not personally, but just through the ministry. But I grew so much by the atmosphere that he set, the culture he set. And so it was, it was radical. It was amazing. So I think I grew mostly because people poured in, had conversations, they told me their stories. I mean, Mike would tell us hours of stories. Other prophetic people would tell us hours of stories. I think I've been around a lot of people, but I draw it out of them. I'm going to interview them. Like, how does this work for you? Yeah, I want to hear yeah. your story. So and I became a good listener. Yeah. I mean, I interview people all the time now. It's part of what I do. Right. You grow a lot when you mm-hmm. do that. And then also into events because I think it's caught more than it's taught. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. we used to say that all the time in Kansas City. Like, if you want to get into the prophetic, you're going to have to. You're going to have to be around it. You have to be around people yeah. who are ahead of you, people who mm-hmm. you don't play tennis with someone who's worse than you and grow. You know, you right. you have to go and be with people who are really gifted and, and, and cultivated that gifting yeah. so that you can hear their language and hear how mm-hmm. they think and hear how they process. Mm-hmm. And so I joined a community of people who all were really hungry for it. Mm-hmm. My parents joined a community of people who weren't a part of a church. They were like a parachurch. Mm-hmm. They were connected to the church I was involved with, but they were a parachurch. And they had people from all over the city in their group. So I'd go to that group. Mm-hmm. And it was, they called it a nurture group. It was so much fun. So I think just intentionally going after it and sowing time mm-hmm. and space into it and asking big questions of people who may not be able to mentor me every day, mm-hmm. but I could, I had their ear sometimes I had their connection sometimes and I would use it for what yeah. it was for. Yeah. Tell me your stories. Tell me your breakthroughs. Tell me your breakdowns. Tell me how God came through. Yeah. Tell me your visions. Tell me your dreams. Mm-hmm. Tell me how I interpret that. Those kinds of questions are also important. Right. What I really love about what you're saying is that, um, you had the privilege and I feel like God put people in your life and set you in atmospheres that you partnered with. Um, where you had some really great mentors, you had some yeah. really great communities that were that were around you, and so you come into this, you know, you're approaching wanting to mentor other people and really sow a seed into people, um, coming from a place of having some really good experiences, and I think also the awareness of how you grew so much, what worked for you, what was super helpful. I just think you come in with a really great, well-rounded view of gosh, what could we cultivate? What kind of an experience and um, a training tool could we cultivate for people that would really help them in their journey and be super beneficial to helping them have a maximum benefit from this experience? So with that being said, coming Well, I will say this real fast because um, I feel like a lot of the ways that I grew and a lot of the ways that I've grown people, Mm because I've done a lot of mentoring in the past, I feel like they can be done over video and they can be right. done over, you know, I mean, you need a point of touch, but yeah. you also just hearing the stories, hearing right. 
and and the types of stories people hear. Like I, this podcast mm-hmm. is, I mean, mentors me. Right. You know, it's not just that I'm I'm not the authority. I'm not the voice of authority. I have authority. Right. But I listen to people all the time who are yes. way ahead in so many areas, and I'm yeah. like, well, this is amazing. And yeah. the anti-human trafficking stuff, or like the entertainment stuff, or the politics stuff, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like to hear people's prophetic story is mm-hmm. so nurturing and mentoring. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's you know like that's one of the reasons why I transitioned because a lot of times I would say no, I don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call somebody mentoring that's not. Right. And then I decided to do because of this podcast and the. And the YouTube show and all these free resources we have, mm-hmm. I was like, there is a place of connection, connecting to people mm-hmm. in a deeper way where we actually make content for them yeah. that they pay a price for and get educated through. Yeah, absolutely. So when, um, tell us what kind of videos are you making? What are you dreaming of? What have you already yeah. produced? Like, what would this look like for someone? So we're making, like, it's funny because we have like, um, you know, for our e-courses, we've had over 30,000 or I think it's 40,000 people now go through the e-courses. Mm-hmm. So these are like the prophetic one-on-one. It's stuff about, you know, prophets, prophecy and the prophetic. It's, it's words of knowledge course. It's the transient God course. Yeah. So we've had people go through those and those are like real chunks, installments of theology, mm-hmm. philosophy, and story. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a little different because we're making one video a week that is teaching and it's, it's going to be primarily me for now, but we're going to have other contributors in the future and we're going to be teaching about all things prophetic. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not, there's a very clear track we're bringing people on, but it's not the one, two, three ABCs of the prophetic, but mm-hmm. we are adding supplemental videos for people who are saying, wait, I need to catch up. I don't even know anything about this yet. Right. They'll be able to go back to the one-on-one stuff. They'll be able to go back to some stuff that maybe they didn't have a foundation for. Mm-hmm. But like the very first video I did, I wanted to give that philosophy of like, it's not really about what you're prophesying. It's who you're prophesying to. Mm-hmm. And if you want to grow on the prophetic, you have to grow in love. And so it was the very first video setting the foundation of it's all about love. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching you how to see your people. So what, some sometimes we don't think about like our who and who we're called to, but if you think about your who, you'll get more gifting, you'll get more activation because you'll you'll just be more in love with them. You'll you'll need to prophesy because they need breakthrough. Yeah. And so talking about industries and talking about regions and cities and people groups and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good video. I watched it. I don't usually watch my own videos unless I have to go over them for something editing or something from the team. But I watched it. I was like, I'm so glad we did this one first. And then there's question and answer videos. So people, if you're in the platform, you could ask a question or an answer. You can't ask an answer. You can ask a question. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give answers. And then some of my team also are going to give answers at times. And so there's a video that comes out just for the top two or three questions and answers of the week. Then we have a video that's a mentoring video where I'm having a mentoring conversation with someone. And some of them is where I'm mentoring somebody. Oh. Some of them is where it's someone who's older more mature and established and they're just sharing their process and their journey in a mentoring conversation. I love that. And so it wasn't, I didn't want to be like always like I'm the mentor. Right. I'm the boss. Right. I wanted people to feel like we're all growing in various maturity. Some of the people that are on our team are way more mature than us in life experience. They have grandkids. Right. Also in some of the spiritual things they've experienced. I like Barry and Jerry who Barry's the coach right now, the online coach and he's retired and is, you know, almost 70 and, uh, but young, I mean, he's, you feel like they're in their late early fifties or late forties. It's just the way they talk. You know, yeah. they're so much fun, but Barry has life experience. We don't have, he has a maturity. We don't have in us, you know? Mm-hmm. And so having him share in the mentoring conversation or having some of just different people from different backgrounds, different races, different male yeah. and female, both. Yeah. 
And then there's a video that's uh, from one of our friends. And so we have every week we have someone we've asked like Graham Cook and Cindy Jacobs and Chris Dowelton and just prophets that we're asking, tell us the prophetic testimony, especially where you've taken a risk or there's been a breakthrough or something. And so they're sharing a video. So you get this. That's one of my favorite ones, because every week I was so inspired by all the videos that came in. I've watched um, several, especially Lauren Hassan's, who's been on the show before. I've I've watched her three times. You haven't seen it yet, but I've watched her three times because and the whole team watched it and cried and wanted that one to go first, but we ended up putting like third or fourth. And then the last video is just a supplemental video, something that we feel like would go in for that week of connection. So we're curating it. So you start at week one, everyone starts at week one Mm -hmm. and you build from there. And then there's supplemental videos, a lot of supplemental videos you can watch. There's even our, your uh, perfect journeys on there and different things are on the platform. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff you can watch because you're part of the platform that you can watch anytime. But the curated journey of five videos a week, they come out, you know, like on Monday for the week. And then you go to week two, week three, because we don't want to overwhelm people with the growing initiatives right. and the journey. But you, you need to be guided. I know there's a lot of platforms yeah. out there that are more like Netflix. Watch what you want. And sometimes you get confused. We're saying watch this. Mm-hmm. And eventually you have so many videos on there that you can watch what you want, but there's always a guided journey. Yeah. Oh, I love that. This is really exciting to me. I just think this is so great. Okay. Thanks for sharing. So excited. I really am. I'm really, I'm really proud of this uh, mentoring platform. And I think people are going to just benefit so much in, in the midst of that. How, how do you think that, um, people grow in the prophetic the most? I think it, like I started out the episode saying it's the intentional pursuit of it. So that means that you have to surround yourself with stories and testimonies uh, from other people. You have to be in a community of people who care about it. That's why I love what we're doing and launching this podcast. There's a community around it that talk to each other. There's a community in our prophetic team locally, Mm -hmm. but we also have the community that's going to build around this platform. And then also practice yeah. and and then processing what you practice, what worked and didn't work with friends and sharing the victories and sharing the breakdowns. Because at some point you're going to feel like my gifting failed me. And at other points you're going to feel like that was the best thing in the whole world, but no one cares. Mm-hmm. Like, and you need people to celebrate, but also to be there when you, when it breaks down or it doesn't feel like it's working the way you mm-hmm. thought it was. I mean, with the prophetic is not just about like, you have a gift of healing. It's also about, you know, people prophesy things like you're going to be healed of cancer. And then if they aren't, right, you need somewhere to go profit, you yeah. know, process that way. or if you're the family or whatever. So I think it's a really powerful platform of growth to be able to include relationship. Mm -hmm. If you want to grow, if you're going to be alone, you're not going to grow very fast. Mm -hmm. But if you want to process through community and relationship, you need that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited. And um, I think people are going to really, really love this. It's just been so much fun to make. And um, just really beautiful. So thank you for letting me interview yeah, you thanks for, today. Thanks for asking me questions. You love. handsome, amazing <laughs> man of mine. <laughs> well, I got to tell everybody that we have a great offer for you on the mentoring platform. You go to mentoring.bullsministries.com where you're going to find our offer. And I'm just so excited to have you guys join us. Please tell your friends and family, please tell anybody who's interested in the prophetic If you're a prophetic team, we don't mind you watching it as a team or a group. If you have a prayer ministry team at church, this is a great tool for you. If you're a student or if you're in school, it's a great thing to learn with your friends or a small group. I just think this is going to be a really great tool for a lot of people because you can watch micro videos, five to 10 minute videos that are going to help you grow and have conversations. Also, you get to go online and be part of the forums, the discussions and ask big questions to our team. And I think that's one of the most exciting parts is that there's a place of touch and connection. Thank you so much for listening to Exploring the Prophetic today. Thank you to my wife, Cherie Bowles. Thank you for having me. It's been fun to be with you guys. And we'll have another conversation next week. We love you guys. 
I wrote a free ebook for you. It's called Prophecies, Prayers, and Decorations for the New Year. And it also has a biblical viewpoint of how to look at your year. And there's a number of other things like quotes and poetry. But I want to just read a little section of the prophecy for the new year. And this is from God. I created time to serve you. It is my resource to you. I can reveal my love day upon day, moment upon moment. Before I ever created you, I dreamed of you for an eternity. There are so many things I put inside you that will find more expression and placement this year. I have talent, skills, relationships, resources, ministries, projects, and purposes all to be revealed in this coming year that will show you the depth of my love for you. There's a lot more to this prophecy. And I'm going to encourage you. All you have to do to get the whole free ebook, it's a beautifully laid out ebook, is by clicking on bullsministries.com forward slash connect, putting in your email address, and we will send it to you right away. Thank you so much and have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and wonderful new year. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles. I want to encourage you to stay involved with us. Continue the conversation online by going to our Facebook page. Sean Bowles is our Facebook public address. Also, you can visit us at www.bowlesministries.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. It's Exploring the Prophetic with Sean Bowles.